0: Mark McCulloch, thank you so much for joining me on Hospitality Talks. Um, for those of you uh, out there that don't know who Mark is, Mark, do you want to just give us a quick introduction to you, yourself and Supersonic?
1: Yeah, uh, a man about town, I suppose. Uh, but basically, brand, marketing, digital, social, employee engagement, consultant for hospitality. I think that's covers it, I think.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. So Mark, you know the format that we've taken with these, it's three questions, 10 minutes, and I'm going to start off by asking you, for Supersonic, what was the initial impact of coronavirus and when did things start to change and what changes did you see immediately?
1: Uh, Whoa, there's a lot in that. I mean, I I think um, it it started off uh, slowly, you know, in terms of the effects. It was just like... Oh, right, this is happening business will be down so this was maybe week one let's call it maybe about five or six weeks ago mm-hmm. um and i was like right what are we going to do to get as much business as we can reassure people you know for my clients reassure people we're doing all the right things to, to keep the staff safe and the customers safe and the products safe and all that so i was kind of busier then you know so that was kind of you were actually going up the way and then I think the second week, maybe a couple of weeks before lockdown, you started to see that that was the week that it just felt weird. Mm-hmm. And London felt edgy. I mean, I can only yeah. compare it to time that's been like terrorist activity or something like that. was just something in the air, you know, just, it, you could tell, you, you know, people were giving off this, this feeling. Um, and then it was just things were getting canceled. You know, I think the actual moment was, I was having a lunch with, um, both hospitality and there was a bunch of ceos around the table and byron and color and and things, and that was the first time where everyone was doing I don't, I don't know if you remember it now the wuhan handshake you know where everyone's kind of like kicking feet like kid and play and the hip-hop guys
0: yeah um did you think at that point that we would lock down
1: i, I thought it had to happen I th- you know just what had happened was i was out with I can't really say exactly who, but I was out with someone who's very high up. I'd intrigued. Um, I, I was out with her brother, just an a, a absolute chance meeting, right? And that was the week before, and he was, you know, just discussing of how things might go, and you know, nothing confidential. It's just you know, from other countries, this is what's happening. We're likely to follow, and I think the conversation was happening where we're three or four weeks behind Italy we were a few weeks behind Spain and, you know, they were going to fall into line and in doing that. So all of a sudden that was just that, everything just got canceled. And even the last couple of lunches you had, and this was before lockdown and stuff, it just felt a bit weird. You were being, you know. And then I think my biggest concern really was I had quite a lot of invoices out to come in. And I was like, oh, if they get paid, then you know maybe eating into some tax money we should be okay um and, and and then yeah just before lockdown people started to just shut everything down so like that means not happening that project's on hold um you know that that kind of stuff so i'm kind of lucky i think and the, the way the wheel of fortune was spinning it sort of just stopped at the right time for me there was a natural end to a lot of projects anyway and there wasn't loads lined up you yeah. know so kind of fell in an okay spot but then you know a few other things happened was I just I said right I take it works over now uh, I could see hospitality union was happening with Jonathan Downey and Kate Nichols and so tiny bit kind of in- involved with at least following that or giving comment or whatever then I got asked to be on BBC News for something that I got then got binned because the the Schools were closing, so you know the news agenda was changing. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, then I wasn't really worried about me or, or you know, my business or anything like that. I, I, it was just how can I help? You know, it flipped mm-hmm. to that narrative of just just how can I help?
0: And so the I second d- question being about how you did adapt, where do you sit now? What's what's your focus now? I mean, what what, what does the business do?
1: Yeah, <laughs> well, it's definitely a charity.
0: <laughs> Somebody called me a not-for-profit yesterday and I thought yeah you're right we suddenly
1: are <laughs> um, Well I, I think it was just a natural instinct and you know there was a couple of cool things happened in the background so one was um, the hospitality union uh, whatsapp groups that you know must be two or three thousand people got into so I thought that's a force for good using the knowledge and the network that you have then, uh, there was a couple of other people, um, you know, Anne Elliott, James Haken, Mark Stratton, Wireless Social, a few of the guys. And they, I think Anne pulled together like a wee WhatsApp group. And that sort of inspired me to go, well, what what can we do? You know, I think it was, we can't sit and do nothing, was Anne's comment. And it was like, well, what can I do? And it's like, I'm probably gonna be rubbish at doing food banks or, you know, I, I, I could maybe do something, different or use the skills that I have so there was no thought put into it in terms of I'll be giving away my life secrets or you know what I've done over the years or it was just like why would you not do that so I I just I've always been thinking about e-learning courses anyway so this what does the perfect marketing playbook look like you know and I threw everything and actually we, we should do one on, on insights actually. So, um, you know, basically we've got brand DNA, marketing, planning, local marketing, digital, social, purpose, um, SEO, PPC. you know, just the whole gamut, you know, and it was like, I know so much so I can give that away. Mm. And then I've got friends that know more than I do in certain places. So I'll get them to talk about it. And I'll just kind of interview them. So it was the other Monday morning, it was a wee bit sunny in the back garden and I was feeling quite good. Um, Mrs. Mike was in lockdown uh, with what we thought was it. Um, and I just got the the iPad and a tripod out. And I just thought, and actually I was thinking about Kieran Bailey, the, the, the boy Bailey, and he does his sort of almost half rap, sort of Bronx style yeah. rap with the camera. And I thought, yeah, just let's go for it. And if I muck it up, I muck it up. But did it in one take, did 13 tips of what I thought you should do. And I yeah. thought 30 good because it's unlucky and you know, it's unlucky at times and stuff. And um, put it up, and it was probably one of the most thanked for and, and recent shared things. It's probably wildly well out of date now with everything that's happened. Um, but yeah, so just got it up there and, and got it out. So that yeah. was the start. So now, most days, I'm trying to put up a video or a thought piece or something to help. So yeah.
0: Brilliant. Well, we'll make sure when we post this up on socials later on today that we put the links to those up um, for anyone that's watching. Um, because Mark is incredibly knowledgeable. And if you can get some of his insight and advice for free, then then I would definitely recommend doing so. Um so, Mark, then a, a final question for you. You know, your business is very different now from how it was a week ago, from how it was two weeks ago, three weeks ago, and as you say, I mean, I, I read a, a paper at the weekend. Um, I read Saturday's paper on Sunday and it was already out of date and I was thinking, God, this thing's like a week ago and yet these things don't matter anymore, you know. So what does the future look like for for you, for Supersonic and for the industry?
1: Um, I think people like you and people like me are going to be more needed than anyone. And I think this could be the death knell for big agencies, you know. And I think the way that we do business, you know. You get the senior talent. You are very agile. You can adapt, um, and I think this is going to accelerate that model. Mm. And I think what we're going to see is so many people. Uh, you know, the ones that are in trouble are going to go, mm. and the people that want to stay or have brands worth saving are going to need to invest because this is going to be the biggest relaunch in the history of the world. And for everything else that's going on, aren't boy, aren't we lucky to be part of this. Yeah. It is one of the most exciting challenges that you if you love your job and you love what you do and you rate yourself, this has got to be the most exciting brief that you could ever have. So why wouldn't you want to be part of that?
0: Yeah, I, I absolutely agree, and I do. I think you're right about the agility. I think that, that the the when it comes from an agency point of view, um, if if you are agile, if you are small, and, and if you're willing to take a few risks as well, you know, if you are going to give away your content for free, if you are going to give away your research for free, you know, the fact is people will remember what small agencies like us did uh now they will remember it then you know and in the future and and hopefully that means that our client base will be you know bit, possibly even broader and more eclectic than it was before yeah. because there'll be areas that we're playing in that possibly weren't before so i think that's i think that's really interesting well thank you very much mark as you know we do try to keep these short and sweet um, not that i would ever call you short but you certainly are sweet so thank you so much for your time and i look forward to catching up with you really soon easy thanks mark